Welcome everybody to episode 112 of the You Can't Comp This NBA Trading Card Podcast. We are your hosts, Adam, Amy, and Russell Gibson. The NBA season is almost upon us. So close. So, so close. much basketball. So much basketball. Should we get stuck straight into it? Do we want to? Do we want to just explain to everybody what we're what we're doing this week? Why not cut yeah, to the can, chase? Hey, it's like our equivalent of a preseason assessment or prediction, or I wouldn't call it a prospector's guide. Wouldn't go that far, but it's our hey. opinion. It's definitely our opinion on things. So instead of a, a season preview or a prediction of who's going to win how many games or the over and under, it's basically just going through all the teams. So we'll do the first 15 teams this week and then the second 15 next week. And Is there an out. order to which the teams have been selected? Yeah, so Atlanta Hawks, Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets. So alphabetically from geographic location. Nice. But then to save characters, I put them in as Hawks, Celtics, Nets. So That's why they don't look alphabetical, but they are alphabetical. That's right. It's amazing. In my head, it makes sense, Ad. Oh, look, in my, no, I understand it. And it's amazing that it doesn't look alphabetical, but it seems alphabetical. It feels alphabetical. Some days I get super lazy, and instead of writing Cleveland, I'll write Cavs. Don't C-A-B-S. say lazy. Just, 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 just get cryptic. Cryptic. Or efficient. It. You could say efficient. There you go. Efficient. Efficient. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. All right. So our goal is to have one minute each on each team. So then hopefully this episode will be one hour or less. And you'll be welcome when it goes. this goes for three hours, because I can't help myself. Before we kick off today's podcast, we do need to recognize and thank our sponsors for supporting our show. So thank you so much to EJ Cards for your constant ongoing support. The Traders Day was today. It was an absolute fantastic, enjoyable, fun-filled family experience. And I think everybody that turned up just had a really lovely time. So congratulations to Jules. Congratulations to Rob. You, know, you should be proud of the day that you've put on and your staff there. It's a it's a really great environment. So just had a wonderful day, guys. Thank you so much. I think the other person we need to yell at to too is the Hobby Hangout staff. Hobby Hangout is in Melbourne, 19th of November. So it's creeping up, guys. If you haven't got your tickets, go to thehobbyhangout.com.au. Darcy from Palms Off Gaming, Dommer and Source are going to be there. Omar from One of One Memorabilia Cards. Trident Collectibles, Neon Card Breaks are going to be breaking live. Adam and I will be repping. You Can't Comp This will be podcasting live. There is a heap of stalls there. EJ Cards will be there. Big Three Collectibles, Tenju Games, Palms Off, The Feisty Lizard, Mailman Breaks, Fast Break Trading Cards, Mercury, SJ2K, Neon Trading Cards, Arena One, One of One Memorabilia Cards, Midnight Traders. It just goes on and on and on. Heaps of stalls. Get down and check it out, guys, and enjoy the show. Yeah. All right. Let's just let's just get into let's, it. Let's let's get into it. So this three-hour pod, try, so we try I'll, and get close to an hour. I'll start with the Hawks because you were a little bit upside down on this one, but for me, the obvious one is Trey Young. So he slid so far that it's just not even funny anymore. So at one point, do you sort of say this guy actually is a really good buy? I reckon he's an amazing buy. Yeah. I um so spoiler alert, I I've done the preseason ranking thing and I think this is I like I was on a friend's podcast this weekend, which will probably come out next week. Anyway, um the first thing we we're talking about is the, how good the Hawks look in preseason and Trey Young is a man on a mission. Have you seen so, some of the stuff he pulled? 
So I think that there was a power struggle between Trey and John Collins, and like we know who won that. But the downside of that is I actually think John Collins is pretty talented. Mm. So when you lose that much talent, and I don't, actually don't think they got very much back for him, it puts a lot of pressure on Trey. So he's either going to make it or not make it this year. And I think it's as simple as that. So his silver PSA tends at 200. I think if you're looking at what he's been at in the past, like this is the lowest it's basically, you could almost argue ever. This yeah. is basically as low as his rookie year. Like that card was up to 3,500 at one point. If you sort of take sort of an average price, it was around 1,100 for a while. Look, yeah. I think if you want to bet on big talent, I've I think that's really good. And then I looking think Trey's f- a, a good, but yeah, he's good to look at for sure. Yeah, looking further down the roster, the two other ones is Jalen Johnson, but the mm-hmm. one who's definitely caught my eye the most is AJ Griffin. I, I'm pretty high on this kid. Look, there's nothing actually on card ladder for this guy. It's it's too soon for that, but mm-hmm. I found a couple on eBay. So there was a optic variation orange ticket number to 25 that went for 76 US dollars. That's on card auto though. So that's sort of something that's you could argue a little bit higher up. Yeah. But if you're looking for something that's on a little bit of the cheaper end, a select red cracked eyes that sold for a dollar. So you can get this guy if you're if you're on a budget, you'll definitely be able to get, you know, something cheap for this guy. Yeah. I like his game and we spoke about the effect of John Collins, how that's going to thin the roster out. I, I think there's going to be opportunity for him. And then the other guy that you could keep your eye on too is Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Look, I, I, I just don't know how the, I, I like the Hawks, but my question is how this is going to pan out and someone will need to step up with just Trey. So maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe Jalen is the, is the man. Boston Celtics. You go first, man. They're going to win a lot of games. Yeah. Um, they fleeced the league for Porzingis and Drew Holiday. That was ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll hold my thoughts on this. I'm. Can I just go back to a standard one? Because I was, as much as I'd like to say any of their recent acquisitions, I think it always comes down to hobby wise. I think it comes down to their big two, and it's Tatum and Brown. Sure. Tatum's my focus at the moment because I think, as far as people that are underrated and I don't know how you can underrate someone that's sort of always in the discussions for MVP and, and thereabouts like, and is the number one guy at a team, but yeah, there's not a lot of hobby love. I guess it's the, can I call it the dontage factor? You need to, you need to actually achieve things to, to go up in value. Cause at the moment, silver PSA 10 for Jason Tatum last sold for $840. Now, that I think that's a, a killer price. The population count on this card is 828. But I I just listened to what you said and you were like, there's not much love for this guy. But then the next thing you said was his price is $800. Like, to me, that is a lot of love. And then uh, I think this goes back to the whole thing about that equation in your head. You know, I was talking to you about that, how it's like, I can't really player. describe this, but you're like, his talent is X and his price is Y, and this doesn't make sense. So you're like, this should be 1,400 or something like that. So this is, this it was. So this is the hobby, I guess, in general at the moment. But let's, can I, I'll call it the Luca factor because I'm going to bring the little, the young fella up wherever I can, you know, because him and I are such good pals. Um, Luka Doncic. Let's have a look. Silver. Because there's a there's a couple in 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 circulation. If you haven't noticed. All right. View all sales. Luka Doncic. 
Population count, 2,247 PSA 10s in his silver. Last sold price, 1,427.50. And that's where my, why is Tatum $840? Yeah, sure. And to, to take it a step further, Tatum's closer to success than Luca, in my opinion. At the moment, definitely. That Celtics, Boston team's built to win. The Celtics are built to win this season. Dallas has got a lot of holes. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. And and my prediction this year is that Dallas don't even make the play-in thanks to the home wrecker in Kyrie Irving. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, they're, they're in for a big year. Yeah. And look, I'm not going to go into too much depth. I think you're right. There's a lot of conflicting data. There's It's it's just weird. I, it doesn't make sense to me, the Tatum data. It doesn't make any sense cool. to me. No, that's fine. Look, I think we just... I think that's your take, and, and we take yeah. that. And and so I think for me, Porzingis and Drew Holiday is the ones. And I don't think we need to say much more than name dropping. I think yeah. if you're interested in finding out, in the last couple of podcasts, we've talked about them anyway. So yeah, um, a lot of these players will be will be touching on again. I'm sure that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Brooklyn Nets. So there's so much talent on this team. It's actually it's a little bit crazy. There's a few teams that we're going to talk about: the Nets, the Pistons, the Thunder. Like they're sort of just got a lot of talent spread throughout. And actually finding someone on the nets was difficult for me, but I'm just going to take the easy one out. I'm going to go Mikel Bridges. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other one we have to talk about now is, is Simmons because it actually looks like he's got his act back he, together. And he might have his act back together. That was the pre-season. He slid so far and, you know, he does yep. have a, you know, a history of being up so high. So yeah, look, look I think Bridges is someone that you can buy with confidence for the mm-hmm. fact that, he really has shown a lot of potential. And I think the other thing too is he did play really well for Team USA. And that sure. means yeah, 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 yeah. You know, something for me. So yeah. silver PSA ten, last sold for 136. You know, I think this is a really good buy at the moment. Yes. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. I've got I've got no no um no graphs with that at all. Do you want me to do Ben Simmons or do you want to do that? Uh, ben Simmons is an interesting one. Uh, I haven't got card ladder data on on Ben. Last sold for 500, his silver. Pop of 139. Yuck. I can't say with any confidence that I'm happy with that pricing. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sorry, but the world has lost confidence with – there's a long way to go before confidence is restored with Simmons. But that 500 is a spike, is a recent spike too. It is, yeah, that's right. So previously to that, it sold for two forty. Yeah. So there was a lot of people that had been buying Simmons when he was, you know, on the down. So yeah, yeah, and and look, it's all about timing, right? If you if you bought Simmons at peak Simmons time, you were you were you were taking cents on the dollar, and you you when you sold out. Um, but if you're buying him when we thought he was never going to play basketball again, yeah then obviously you're going to make a killing now if he starts actually putting up some stats. I think Brooklyn's thing is that they don't have a number one guy at the moment. Mikael Bridges could be that person, but I think there's a lot of opportunity hobby-wise for someone to assume the the mantle as the number one guy in Brooklyn. So the this, this theme around Simmons was that he's actually the type of the guy that you do need to build the entire team around because of his very specific skill set that he has. So mm. actually this could be the year where he is – almost by default, is the number one. Mm. Look, he's doing everything right so far. I mean, I'm very skeptical to say, you know, put your house on this guy because he's a bit of a snowflake. Like, let's be honest. But everything's looking great so far. So, yeah. Yeah. Charlotte Hornets. I think for me, the obvious one is LaMelo Ball. Just for the simple fact that 
I think it's a really good time to almost check in with LaMelo Ball because essentially for a 12-month period, he carried the hobby. Mm. Yep. So yep. where are we sitting at with LaMelo Ball now? Because I think people are dropping off because they're starting to prospect the op- opposite way. They're like, well, yep. where's the future in Charlotte? Um, and I think it's interesting when, you've got to, when, you, when you're prospecting on players as well, you've got to look at team success as well as a, as, as a factor here. Yeah. I actually don't think the Hornets are going to be a train wreck this year, but they're probably they're not going to be high up. But I don't think they're going to be the absolute disaster. A couple of years ago, they weren't. They they actually were looking okay before everything hit the fan. So yeah. I don't know. Ball back. They've got Brandon Miller. Um, even Haywood, if he plays some serious basketball, Bridges is back. PJ Washington. There's some yeah. good. There's some good players there that can play some serious ball. So yeah. Lamelo's going to be the man that facilitates all of this. And if that goes well, then his hobby value goes up. But so that's if a big if. Go to his all-time value. He's down 93% all-time. Yep. So he at his peak, he sold for 6,500. He's now down to 420. So you can look at that two ways. You can say, well, I don't want to get onto this. It's just a train wreck, and that's fair enough. Or you can say, yep. actually, now is the right time to jump on. I look, to be honest... I don't think this is a, a surefire thing to be buying Lamelo Ball and thinking you're going to make coin. I, I think this is going to be really tricky. And to be honest, I'd probably just wait 12 months and just like see where it plays out. Because like for that 400, you know, you're not that far away from a Ben Simmons. You're not that far away from a Jason Tatum. Can, you know, can so I, can, can I say I was going to go the other way and say I can buy two Trey Youngs for that? Yeah, right. And that's fine. You know, that's enough said. They're both point guards. Like it's yep, yeah. So simple. Then after that, the guys that were on my list, look, I think Brandon Miller to me is going to be a little bit of a stay away. And the reason I say that, because I think he actually might get lost in their rotation a little bit. I mm. think his pricing is going to be really high at the start because of that sort of excitement that you get around rookies. And that's fine. I've got no troubles with that. But uh, Bridges, PJ Washington, I know there's been some like legal problems in that mix, but they're mm-hmm. also very good veterans sort of in their peak. Yep. I'm personally buying PJ Washington. I think Bridges is in trouble again, so he might not be playing all of the season. If you're looking for a deep cut, Mark Williams, they just cut one of their backup centers. So I think the responsibility of the starting center is going to go to him. So okay. he, might, he might see a little bit of a bump there. You heard it here first. There we go. It's um, Yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement. I would, I would not be investing in Bridges. It's good to see he's back. Um, in fact, I probably wouldn't be investing in Charlotte in a, in, in a big way. Um, yeah, PJ Washington's probably the only one that's got that sort of upward trajectory and, and yeah, Brandon Miller, I don't know. It's, it's too volatile. Charlotte haven't really had any success as a team. Um, and that makes things difficult. I think particularly when the league is so stacked, like we're not just talking about teams being a little bit stacked now, Mm. like they are ridiculously stacked. I think, like you said it before, Dallas might not make the play in this year. And I think, yeah, how does that play out for, you know, teams like, the Hornets, the Bulls, like it makes it really hard. Speaking of the Bulls, who's your player to discuss from Chicago Bulls? <laughs> and this is a tough one for me. Um, you can pass if you want. It's totally fine. Alex Caruso. Okay. Actually, no, Zach Levine, come on. Sure. He's being paid the most there, and I think he that, that's probably a problem, that one of the problems Chicago's going to have. They haven't been able to do anything because his um, salary is kind of making things tough. Okay. Um, I'm getting data up at the moment on Zach, so you can 
So I really like Ayo, Dosan Mu. And the Ayo, reason I like yeah. this kid is because he's young, he's got good size, he's got good length, he's got athleticism. I think his skill is improving. And I think that the contract that they gave him recently means that they want him to be around for a few more years. So, and he's also at this like super prospectable amount at the moment. So a silver rookie last sold for $2.55. So I think it's a bit like the Spurs kid that we spoke about last week. Um, Yeah. I think for me, you're sort of buying into him before something big happens with him. So Mm -hmm. I, I like that a lot. And I think the other one that's, obvious that we can't not talk about is Pat Williams. There was so much hype coming into this kid, you know, when he first came out in the draft and he got badly injured. The thing you have to remember though, he came into the league, he was 18 years old. So True. he's still younger than some of the kids who are coming out the draft this year. Like he's younger than Brandon Miller. And I think, you know, you can say, well, he's a bust and he's been slow and all the rest of it. Like it doesn't matter. You know, he actually played really well at the end of last year. So, you know, I think that's the, for me, they're the two young guys to, Keep yeah. your eye on too. Yeah. 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 Who have we got next? Cleveland Cavaliers. The this is a this is a really funny one for me because there's heaps of talent here, but maybe not someone you're going to talk about a lot. So what I actually want to do for myself was more just do a check-in, similar to what we did with Lamelo Ball. Where okay. is Evan, where is Evan Mobley sitting? Like, just let's just yeah. talk about this guy. Like, where is he? The problem with Evan Mobley, it is hard to really get great data conversation around this because he's not on card letter. Let's see what I can find on eBay sales. Yeah, he's slid really badly. So this is not the best examples, but a rookie Spectra card, number to 99, last sold for $14 US. So that's uh-huh. sort of around the $22 to $23 mark. A rookie ticket from Optics Contender, number to 45, that sold for $16 USD. Okay. Look, Silver cracked ice prism rookie card for six fifty. Look, I think this guy's a buy at that kind of price. I mean, yep. we 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 all, as far as the the pre, the predictions early on, I do think Cleveland are, are going to be a successful team in the East, and and Mobley is going to be a key piece of that. I think my two concerns with Mobley is that it's a slow burn. I don't think he's a mm. quick fit. So I think be prepared for that. I'd also say with him too is let's call him at best a Tim Duncan lion. We all sort of know how that played out with Tim Duncan in terms of his hobby popularity. Mm. Maybe I've just talked myself into a stay away. Maybe just go out and buy a Tim Duncan rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that, Instead that's of prospecting, exactly just buy like a short thing because. And yeah. I think Cleveland, uh, look, it's one of those buyer beware things because you've got these rosters. Cleveland's a bit more settled than most. But you're going to be a oh, lot of these guys rock- are rock solid, man. They're going to be good, yeah. But but then you've got the question is 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 Donovan Mitchell going to stay there long term? That's a big question that's up in the air at the moment. If um, I mean, where does he go, really? So if you want to talk about Mitchell, that's fine. I'll just two seconds do Garland. I think Garland for me is the buy. His silver PSA ten is currently at a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Not looking at his highest spike, but sort of a smaller spike that he had that was at like 340 350 so okay i i like that a lot yeah yeah well and that's the thing he's going to be low pop isn't he because he's he's not a highly highly um prospected player it'll be the lower pop, than average pop the pop count's count. not correct on this and saying one there's no way that there's only one that's it it's a highly no card he's had 
hundreds of sales. There's no way it's popcorn. That card's yeah. been around. <laughs> it has. It has. Um, look, I, I think Donovan Mitchell is an interesting one because he's at the Trey Young price point. Last sold two hundred and six dollars fifty for a Donovan Mitchell PSA yep. ten silver pop count of five ninety nine. Yeah. So Trey Young's at that two thousand pop count, and I'm using that as the example. That's the, probably the stay away, only stay away thing from Trey. But that's the difference in one year of the hobby from seventeen eighteen to eighteen nineteen. That's what happened with yeah production and pop counts. You know, but the Luca count in he and Luca's from from. Is, is Luca in this one? Luca's 18, 19. So yeah. no, he's Trey Young year. Yeah. Yeah, he's the Trey Young year. So he's yeah. in the in the 2000 silvers, whereas Tatum is in this class, isn't he? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Tatum's in this class. His pop count's around the 800 mark. Is it 800, 600? Yeah, so it'll be around that. Yeah. It's below, it's a sub 1000 pop count. Yeah. And and the lower price point. Like, I'm, I don't know. It seems if, if it's a supply demand hobby. And there are less copies of a card. If there is success, I would I would assume that the price would uh, reflect that. But it's a reason now, we're here every week to talk about things. Absolutely. <laughs> I know you've been dying to talk about the Mavericks and, and Luca. Luca's on the, the top of my list. I don't care what you say. I, I want to talk about Luca. You can I talk think about it's, Luca. It's the same reason why I want to talk about Mobley and I wanted to talk about Lamelo Ball. It's just like I just want to like check back in with this guy because for me – you know he's one of the most important like pieces in the hobby. I think, I think even you could admit that as he, much as you, ha- you hate on the guy. Busts of all time. I mean, sure. no, he's he's not a bust. He's he's one of the best players, but he's got no nothing on his resume. Population so two thousand two hundred forty seven. Last sold for one thousand four two seven, as you did previously say before. Yeah, his peak was eight thousand one hundred. Yeah, he's been very solid the last sort of. 18 months. Look, he's probably slid down the last 18 months. I think that's fair to say, but mm. at the same time, it's been pretty solid there. Look, I got to say, I don't think that this is a, a a buy. I can't actually sit here and say to, you, to everyone, go out and buy these with every last cent that, that what you've got, because I think for all the things that you've said, if Dallas have trouble this year, the population counts are high. And then there are people that have sort of bought in and getting a bit wobbly knees, you know, because Kyrie's not looking great and all the rest of it. Like, I- can we can we just go on? I'm going to go on the record and say Kyrie Irving should be nicknamed the Home Wrecker. If he like, if he wants to go and become a wrestler after after basketball, he could go in as the Home Wrecker. Yeah, he's he's literally he's going to blow up Dallas. He's he's done it before. He'll do it again, and he's going to make Luka Doncic a very 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 sad man. Yeah, the only caveat I would put to that is that. Let's just say Luca does start to slide down. I think that's when you start to focus on buying numbered stuff because I think numbered yep. stuff is a different kettle of fish altogether. Yeah, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. I don't know. Just like to give grief to Luca because he deserves it. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I don't know. I I I hope the the Mavericks do sort their um sort their stuff out. I just don't see the way they're currently constructed. I feel like a lot of mistakes have been made and the damage may already be done. They've had a lot of front office turmoil. I think that's mm. very fair to say that. Who do you want to talk about on their roster or are you, are you, you just want to pass? Um, I, 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 let's say um, Dante Exum. It's nice I to think, see an Aussie back. 
I think we should talk about him. And he played, he has played amazingly to the point that actually there's been articles written about him and there's been video oh. footage about him, you know, coming back into the league and making the right plays. And I think he was, he was a high, he was a first round draft pick and he was, a, he was a high first round draft pick. I think he was number three, if, if my memory yeah. serves me correct. So I think it's good to see someone actually rebuild their body, mm. rebuild their, you know, their play overseas. Like, you know, good on him for making it back. I, I, I love these sort of reclamation stories. I found a really interesting card. So a 2015 Court Kings Aurora. Now let's exclude the last sale because that was 99 cents. But before that, it's been selling for 17 to $20. They're actually a case hit. Oh, wow. I like this a lot. I think the other thing about someone like Dante Exum where us as Aussies are a little bit insulated and maybe not so much our international listeners, but the Aussie stuff always does pretty well in the resale market. So, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, interesting card find there. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Devon Nuggets. Now, this is a little bit out of left field here, but bear with me. I like it. We weren't going to talk about how amazing um, Jokic is and we've, we've done that to death. We've, we've flogged that death dead ho- that that dead horse, and we, everybody knows that Jokic is the man to buy. No arguments at all. And look, and there's other talent on that roster. You know, Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, blah 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 Agreed. blah blah. But yeah. at the same time, Julian Strother. Now he's actually interesting. Before we even get started, so he was trained. He's been traded three times already. He was traded by Boston as a pick. To the Pacers, the Pacers selected him, and then they traded him in a four-team deal to the Nuggets. I, that stuff just totally fascinates him. Anyway, he's had twenty-three points in the preseason. He had another twenty-point game, and then he had two other games with like ten or fifteen points. So I think the general consensus on this kid is that he's very talented. But the question is going to be: Is he going to be getting the time? The other thing that is interesting about for me this kid too is you know some. Sometimes players fall through the cracks and they don't get a prism card. I've got a sneaking suspicion Julian Strawthrow is going to be one of those dudes. So then you have to start scanning out for Mosaic, Court Kings, Optic, you know, blah, blah, blah. Find out where the the, the prism, where where the prism uh, update, where the prism update cards come in. Yeah, yeah. I still think you have to keep an eye on this kid. I think you need to bookmark this kid's name and check back in every sort of couple of months and just. You know, keep your finger on All the right. pulse with him. Yep. That's my Denver Nuggets. So he's a small take. forward. Interesting. Sorry. There's a spot for him. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to not quite a dead horse. It's a it's a horse that probably is on its last legs for for my pick from uh the Nuggets. And that's Jamal Murray. That's fine. Totally fine. Um I'm keen to hear this actually. He's he's the road in the last well, six months. Alone. So uh, for those playing at home, I've got the card ladder stats up for his... Oh, that's the base. Let's go to the silver. But he seems to be on a roller coaster. The spike here in June is when he was destroying Miami in the uh, in the playoffs. But his last sold price for his PSA 10 rookie card is $260. Which seems low for someone of his achievements. So I'll, 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 I'll throw this out to you. Would you buy... A Jason Tatum, a Trey Young, and a Jamal Murray, PSA 10, silver. And to make the extra 100 bucks up, let's put Garland there as well. Yeah, cool. Right? 
or a Luka Doncic. Yeah. This is what I this is my point about Luka being overrated. Yeah, sure. And I think I mean, that sums it up quite well because I would put I Jamal Murray is that this is I, his year to shine. I don't know if he's snotty nosed about this, but do you want to have five middling cards in your collection or do you want to have like one really good one? And I think I would say the answer, like, so whichever yeah. one you, whichever one you choose, I think is the right answer. By the way, I think what you proposed was, sure. was super cool, right? But I think also too, sometimes you're like, do I want five cards, or am I going to sell off these five and buy one good cards? You know, so my counter, my other point to that is one of these four or five cards, yeah, long term is going to be worth more than a Luca rookie. Because I don't think Luca's done anything with his career. He's got to do something. Yeah. Look, I know there's a cliff that's gonna that's gonna drop. I know you're on this um thing, but I'm not saying you've gone too far. Paris Paris you, hit the nail on the head last uh, the other week when we were when we were on with the Card Codex boys. Sure. Everyone thought the great white hope or great European player of the league was gonna the, the sensation was gonna be Luca Doncic. That's what the league wanted. That's what the media wanted. What they got was Nikola Jokic. <laughs> and he's horse riding. And he doesn't give a fat rat's about basketball <laughs> in the offseason. So, look, okay, this, look, that's fine. I, I don't particularly disagree with that. But yes. where I would push back a little bit, if you said to me the Celtics and Dallas are in the finals and it's down to the last possession who would you want to take the final shot, Luca or Tatum? I think I would want the ball in Luca's hands. I think Tatum's a good basketball player, but I actually don't think he's there with shot creating on the same level that Luca is. Mm, I reckon Tatum. I, I reckon. I reckon Tatum will get to that point, and I just don't think Luca will get to the NBA Finals, so it won't matter. Okay. That the problem. The problem is you got to get to the NBA Finals for that. To yeah, happen, for sure. Right? You need a good team, and some of it's circumstantial and you know opportunistic and blah yeah. blah blah. blah. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, no, look, and you're right. I've used the analogy flogging a dead horse and I just keep going. I'm just, I'm laying into Luca nonstop. Yeah, definitely. But I use it as a, as a bar. It's like people are investing in something that is unsubstantiated. We talk about vintage cards being, it's established. We've seen their career. I, We've seen their success. So, okay. I think people were speculating on Luca. What are they, how are they speculating on him now though? Well, because I think, I think the comparison is to say a Jordan. I think because initially when he came into the league, mm. he was putting up some crazy numbers. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. I, I think that's that. what. I think that's the original thing. Maybe, that maybe I'm not upset that Luca's be- and and maybe I should stop phrasing it like picturing. And he it was as really Luca good, being really overrated. Young. Maybe Tatum's underrated. Maybe Murray's underrated. Maybe there are a lot of players that are undervalued. Look, maybe we need to spend more time on this, and we could actually map out. Mm. the first, say, five years of their career and then also do like an age comparison, what they were doing at that time. Because yeah. I think actually what you'll find is Luca was putting up better numbers than Tatum at that age. True, true. Yeah, that's possible. Do you know, I think mm. that also came into people's thought process. Yeah. 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 And I think also too, once the market gets set, so the classic example is Jamal Murray. Like you can't tell me that this is not a good buy at 260. I think the reason why it's 260 is kind of sometimes the market sets itself and yeah, the true. market has now set itself for 1400 for Luca. I think that's he's, a little he's bit. He's also the number two guy in Denver. So I will concede that. Murray is the number two guy. He'll be number one on a lot of teams, but he's the number two guy in Denver. So he's actually spiked around the final. So he was up to 580 at one point. That's when he was dropping 30 on the Lakers and, and then so killed do you think Miami. This is a very good buy at 260, Ed. 
I think it's a good preseason by a 260 because this yeah. is going to be their first yep. fully healthy season of Jamal Murray. And and I think he's ready to just to, to be a regular season star. Yep. Anyway, it's enough about right. the Nuggets. We have a new sponsor supporting the show. It is The Bang Man, who is a new startup and have been operating since June this year, delivering a variety of hobby packs in a single box at an affordable price. So far, they've delivered some huge hits. The biggest one they've pulled so far is a Steph Curry Signatures Gold Auto to 10, which came out of the July edition. Some comps have been rounded up to about 15k AUD, which was verified by Card Letter. So if you're not familiar with what the Bangman is and what their product is offering, it's basically an assortment of hobby packets put into a box. At an affordable buy-in, you can then open a variety of different hobby packs. Some of the advantages of buying into a product such as this is that you can sample a whole bunch of different products. Another way to think of it is doing your own break at home. The advantage of the Bangman's product is you are purchasing sealed unsearched hobby packs as opposed to a single card repack product that has a huge range in value. Just to make the clear delineation between the Bangman's product and any traditional repack, when you buy into a Bangman product, you are getting the guarantee of the Panini seal and then all of the hits then come out of sealed products. So all the numbered cards, if appropriate for the product, rookie patch autographs, signature cards, and of course those super short prints and case hits. Another key point for the Bangman product is that they have an assortment of different hobby packs in a custom box at two different price points, one being a gold edition and the other being a silver edition. Each month, the Bangman changes up the pack so it's not the same constant lineup. For listeners of our podcast, we have an exclusive deal for you. Use promo code YOUCAN'TCOMPTHIS to get a $15 discount off your next purchase. Find The Bangman on Instagram, the.bang.man, and on Facebook, The Bangman. Thank you so much, Amir and Team Bangman. Detroit Pistons, I just want to really quickly check in on Cade. And, you know, I've been pretty open about saying buy Cade. I think he's a good buyer. So I'm actually interested to see, like, where he's sitting at. So the last three months, he is up 25%. And I actually, I'm not great at sitting around checking the numbers, to be honest, but I'm actually not surprised to see that just for the fact Mm. that there's footage out there of him looking really good. Yeah. That footage from the USAB team was awesome. Yeah. He was playing really, really good basketball. So I'm, I'm all about this. I think the Pistons are going to be super fun this year. I think the other one, to look at too is, is Jaden Ivy. Yeah, that's true. You know, I think the comparisons coming out was kind of like a bigger Jar Morant, which is probably mm. maybe poor form now considering, you know. Well, I don't think they mean he's going to be like flashing guns on Instagram, but we'll see. We'll, the time will tell. The thing about these young teams is they're throwing out different lineups. They've got inexperience and they, they, there's going to be opportunities hobby-wise where a player goes on a tear. So watch out. If you've got, I don't know, Killian Hayes, for argument's sake, and all of a sudden Hayes goes on a 10-game stretch where he pulls a Cam Thomas and just just goes off, like hits the, the headlines, there'll be a Ferrugia Factor level spike. Yeah. But Cade, I think, is the long-term real deal. Yeah. Okay, so Jaden Ivey, silver PSA 10, last sold for 10 USD. Look, I cannot put this in highlighted exclamation points 
enough how much of a good buy I think this is. Do I think this is a high risk purchase? Yes, I do. Okay, like this kid is high octane, high risk of getting injured on a kind of crappy team that might not get very much media attention. So don't think that doesn't come without any risk, but at the same time... No risk, no reward? Yeah, that's super fun. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. They're going to be fun. They are going to be fun to watch. I don't. I don't see them having great success this season. No, um, definitely not. But they've yeah. taken a lot of risk on you know young talent. Marvin Bagley's there. Wiseman's there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that team is going to be like a really fun sort of watch. Yeah. Anyone else you want to talk on the Pistons? Um, no, no. I, I really just wanted to check in with Cade. I think they're going to be exciting. The young, the young group they've got is um, is going to be very interesting to watch. I've seen some highlights. I have been watching a lot of NBA highlights and. And Cade's impressed me. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? Like he's been, he's been good. He knows he's how been, to play basketball, that guy. Yeah. He does. He he's not too bad. Now he's not injured. So yeah, I'm 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 excited with um with seeing what Cade can do, and hopefully, uh, hopefully the Pistons can can do something. I guess um yeah, hopefully the Pistons can do something to build to next season. Yeah. Golden State Warriors, for me, there's only two people to talk about. It's Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody. Jonathan Moses Kuminga, Moody, interesting. Yeah. So Jonathan Kaminga, silver raw rookie, last sold for 32 USD. No sales data on card ladder, unfortunately. Select sticker uh, rookie patch autograph, 66 USD. Now, this kid is starting to move up. Like These aren't prices that are kind of like prospecting prices anymore they're starting to move into sort of the real deal sort of prices and i gotta tell you man i'm a little bit surprised it sort of took this long and i think part of my surprise is that he's had a lot of exposure to you know a national audience now for the last couple of years like he hasn't been hidden away i think the difference this year is that he's going to be forced into the rotation just the way that their players are all getting a little bit older yes they did get you know, Chris Paul instead of Jordan Poole. But I actually think that's going to help Kaminga because he's got someone setting him up now instead of taking the ball away from him. And the same as Moses Moody. So I actually Moses Moody wasn't one on my radar, but Kaminga through the preseason, I'm like, this is a rotation player right here, right now. Yeah. The thing about Moses Moody is that he was actually a first-round pick. Okay. And, And so part of the problem with being on a super veteran heavy team is sometimes takes time to get into that rotation. So it's not about talent with this kid. It's about opportunity. So, and I think it's going to be there. So, and actually this is segueing back to Kaminga for two seconds, but they released Rudy Gay yesterday. And I thought, I thought they were going to keep him around for like sort of an old man in the room, you know, thing. But, and I also thought that might take say five minutes away from Kaminga. So that's also freed that piece up where I was kind of like, actually, I think, you know, that's a good thing. So Moody was drafted the 14th overall in 2021. Like that's not an asset you really want to just throw away. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree completely. Like it's, um, I don't know. The, the Golden State Warriors are so good though with their list management. So when they make a call like that, you know, something's up. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyone else you want to talk about Warriors wise? Uh, how how was Steph, Steph Curry against Victor Women Yama in the tip off the other day? <laughs> I, well, I, I hope they I hope they turn that into a photo. Why did they do that? I, Steph's the one that went to the jump ball at the start of the game. He's like, Tid, I've got this. Don't worry, boys. 
maybe it's just something he wants to tell his kids that I, I, I had a tip off against him one day in a preseason game. I mean, Steph Curry can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. Steph's still Steph. Moses but, um, Moody, silver PSA 10, $30 US. So If he gets a solid rotation piece and, and the Warriors are putting together what I think could be a dangerous season. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't... I don't know if there's much hobby love. I know there there hasn't been, but my my impressive uh, one was Dario Saric. Yeah, the look, I'm happy. The Warriors. I'm happy for the dude to be back. Blah blah but blah blah. I don't I don't think he's ever going to get any hobby love. That's the problem. No, he's um he's not a twenty five US last sold free silver. Anyway, for Dario Saric. Yep. What? I can't pop believe count, that. Pop count of eighty one PSA ten. Last sold, oh, this is a while back. It was on July 8th. Number of sales, two in the last six months. So there are a couple of people in the world that, that, that still care about Dario Saric. He's in, he's, he's, wasn't he like a top pick in that Ben Simmons draft? Yeah, but I don't think there's much left in those old legs, man. I think he's pretty cooked now. Look, I, might... look, I, I think he's a, he's going to be a good role player. He's going to be a yeah, no, sneaky role player for the Warriors. Yeah, sure. No, no. I, I don't mean it like that. I just mean like – Yeah, he's not going to move the needle, man. I, I think – There are other players on that Warriors team that are going to draw attention. Look, I got to tell you, I'm I'm traumatized by him anyway. I had a De'Aaron Fox rookie card that was redeemed as a Dario Saric. So, like, no matter what you say to me, you know what I mean? That guy's dead. <laughs> Dario Saric is dead to me. Like, yeah. Rough, rough, yeah. rough. Commiserations. Houston Rockets. So just before we even talk, I don't really want to talk about these guys. This is what I do want to talk about. Houston Rockets owes their pick to the OKC Thunder if it falls 5-30. to 30. So you can't tell me that this team wants to be competitive this year. No. Spoiler alert, if you listen to the podcast where I go through my predictions for the West, uh, Houston are number 15. That's also with a tanking San Antonio. 15, 15 in the West? Yes. Yeah, right. They are dead ass last in the West. Yeah, I think they're going to be bad. Yeah. They're competing with Portland and San Antonio for the worst record, but yes. So who can we talk about? So I think the obvious one is Shen Goon. Shen Goon's the, fact- the only one I think we can really, with any with any credibility, talk about. Yeah. Um, I think also where I'm going with that too is like, does that make him a stay away because they're going to be so bad or do you sort of just see how all this plays out this year and then start to pick him up slowly he's a de- he's going to be developing so as long as he's developing well i think that's that's okay so the thing about this so he's like the notch above kaminga mm. so a one and one rpa sold for 142 that's number to 99 yeah origins number to 25 Patch sticker autograph for 107, a select RPA for 71. I I gotta say to you, look, I'm not trying to talk people out of this, but I would also say to I don't think this kid's a home run at those prices now. Again, considering what's gonna happen for the next 12 months. I think the writings on the yeah. wall, they're gonna yeah. be really bad again. I think it's a buyer beware factor. Know that Houston are gonna be bad for a while. The one that I think there's also worth talking about is Jalen Green. There's been a lot of hobby love on this kid. And is this the year he's going to slide down and sort of come back to earth? Probably. Then, does he actually then become a buy? And then the other one for me is Jabari Smith Jr. I think they're the mm. three big ones for me. Well, that's the thing. Like if they're just going to be bad and they're not, yeah. Yeah, look. It's tough. It's really tough. 
there's some prospecting there, but you probably don't want to overpay for players that are going to be on a bad team for a little while yet. I just personally feel for me, it's just a stay away. It's too risky for yep. me. I just think it's too fraught with basically peril. And yep. Yeah. Fair. Do you reckon Philadelphia tries to trade with Houston to get James Harden over there? Anyway. So the word on the street was that he went to Houston to discuss an extension, but he wanted to win the scoring title and they said, that's not what we wanted. So <laughs> I don't think even Houston wants him. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Anyway. Have we got, this we've is juicy, got, man. We've still got three teams to talk about, haven't we? We're doing great. This is We're amazing for us. We're killing it. Uh, Indiana Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton. This is, for me, very, very juicy. Halliburton is the um, has got to be the focal point, right? Indiana are, I don't know. They're, they're going to, they feel like one of those mid-90s Indiana teams that are just going to sort of, I don't know, etch out a few wins here and there and be sneaky competitive in the East. I can see them making the playoffs anyway, but the question yeah. is Halliburton, that's, that, that could be on the back of how good Halliburton is. Yeah. I, I think Halliburton's play probably wasn't the thing that held them back last year. I, I think it was probably their big man play that I think ultimately held them back. And then defensively, they weren't fantastic. So yeah, I think Mathurin, if he steps up, I think that's going to be interesting. And then, you know, who's going to sort of fill out that, three in the four spot. Like, to be honest, I'm not really that sure where that's where that's all going. But I think Halliburton for me is the really, like the one to sort of talk about because I think this is where there's a lot of money going into. So all time, he's actually down 21%, which you kind of say, okay, that's, that's not great. But his all-time high was 493. He's currently at 375. So we're not talking, you know, Massive, a small amount of money. Yeah. Double Trey Young. I think going back to your point before, yeah. Do you want two Trey's or a Halliburton? Like I gotta say, like that's a tricky one, but I, I really like Halliburton's talent. I, I think this kid is it's mm. pretty special. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I think he's I think he's a very talented player. Uh the question I've got is does he suffer being in Indiana hobby wise? Because Paul George is one of those players. He was a he was at a mate. He was like a top 10 player in the league at a point, Paul George. And he had no hobby love when he was in Indiana. But let's be real, he still doesn't have any. But do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think Halliburton has every possibility to be an all-star this year. But what is going, what's going to push the needle upwards on his hobby value? All-star appearances, assist titles, and he he could easily average 20 points a game. Okay. So in gets, the he, system that they run, you know, yeah. if he takes that next step. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not outrageous to think so. Okay. So ESPN is projecting Halliburton, Matthew in to start, which is, that's a sick backcourt. Then Bruce Brown, Obi Toppin. And that's where I was kind of in my head before I even looked at this. I wasn't too sure where that was at. And then Miles Turner. But then, so the takeaway from that for me is Obi Toppin. Toppin's going to be very interesting. This might be his time to actually, because New York, there's a bit of a log jam, I guess, with, with, with roster spots. Yeah, but without even looking at his value, I bet you can get his rookie cards for a couple of bucks. Uh, where are we? And so if, if he's out there, you know, getting 35 minutes a game, playing in an up and down system, you know, I there's no oh, reason. Last to- old price for his uh, raw silver was five bucks. Five dollars, and what's a PSA ten going for? I think that's the um, 
There's no PSA tens. Yeah, on right. Okay, that's interesting. Card ladder. Yeah, right. The the graph is um it's brutal. It almost looks like it goes below zero on some of these dot points. <laughs> so ninety nine cents. It, yeah, that's right. There we go. Ninety nine cent auctions. Yeah, so look, if you enjoy prospecting in that less than ten dollar mark, I think Obi Toppin should Obi be on Toppins, your list. Yeah, get on it. Yep. Just have a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, card ladder said it's it's card ladder value is five dollars, so the last sold price. Bang on the money. Do we talk about Mathurin? Is uh is Mathurin? Yeah, I think he might be worth. Have we got any? Is there any data on him though? There'll be nothing. It'll just There'll be eBay sales. Yeah, it's all eBay, wouldn't it? Because he's last year's rookie class. Yeah. So there's not many people in this league that compete as hard as Benedict Mathurin are. So I think if yes. you're looking for somebody that is going to be in the league for ten to fifteen years and is always going to be around, you know, if you want a safe bet. You're not yep. something that's going to be like Zion exploding and all the rest of it. You know, mm. I think this is the type of kid that you, you take a look at. Look, you can pick up red prism rookie card with a sticker autograph on it, 66 USD. It's actually not that low, is it? No, it's not that low, but he was- Optic he was, fast break number to 10, 215 USD. Like, people like he this He was guy. off the chart. Last year, people had him tell. He was, he was looking, they thought he might get rookie of the year. Do you know what I mean? Like there was a a stage there where he was the hot property. His non-auto stuff though was a bit more very, reasonable. So he, yeah, mosaic rookie in the mosaic parallel, two dollars. Mm. There's impeccable the stainless star. So that's that metal card. It's got yeah, the, yeah. the protection layer on it, seventeen USD, and then okay. Donruss Optic Choice four dollars twenty five. So you can buy into this mm. guy at a at a range of prices. So yeah, I think if you want something that's pretty steady and Got to hold tight. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that's yeah. Mathurin's good, and he's and he's young. He seems like this will be his year to go from strength to strength, and that might be uh, the paces might be sneaky good. I think looking at their rotation too, there's nothing really there that worries me too. He's not going to get time. Like maybe Buddy Hield from time to time might take some of his minutes, but ah, uh, look, he spends so much time on the trade block, he, he won't get many minutes. Yeah, he'll. I think they'll work that out. I think Matthew will get time. I, I think I think Matthew will be fine. I think yeah. Buddy Heald just sort of rather than sitting on the bench, rather rather sit on the uh, trade block. <laughs> uh, that's his spot. That's his spot. But yes, interesting. Yeah, Indiana. Right. I, I like Indiana. Well, the next team I kind of hate. So I actually went out to really make effort, so it didn't seem like I was just flipping this team off. But the LA Clippers, Kawhi Leonard. I think we have to talk about him. He's Probably in my mind. Why? Why do we have to talk about a player that never plays? Because I actually think he's <laughs> quite potentially a top thirty player of all time. But yeah. because he literally never talks, there's not that much pizzazz and stuff around him. But he's he actual resume. He doesn't play basketball though. He doesn't. The play last anymore. couple of years he hasn't played, but he's he actually did a lot before. When he plays, he's one of the greatest in the world. He's he's proven yeah. it when he went to when he was in Toronto. So. 2012 National Treasures Horizontal RPA, number to 199, last sold for 6,000. Now, hear me out here. It's on a very steady downtrend. It peaked at 50K. Jesus. Now, just zooming out to the all-time players, let's just say he, let's just say my 30 is outrageous and wrong, but let's say he actually ends up at 50 or 60. At that price, is that a really good buy? 6,000. 6K? Yeah. Game one, on-card autograph, BGS 9.5. 
let's say you get a PSA mm. nine or a BGS nine. That's fine. You know, I'm 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 picking yeah. up what I'm putting down. I, I feel that. I feel that. I'm glad you put Kawhi, not Paul George, because I'm not buying that. Or Westbrook. You you can you're welcome to talk about whoever you wanted to. I'm just trying my hardest here to find something to talk about on the Clippers because it's it's hard. Man. I had one thing. I watched some highlights and I saw Bones talk Highland go off. Okay, and you I want to talk about you know Bones what? Highland? Bones Highland. Let's do it. I know they were cheap as chips, the rookie card, and there are a few people prospecting. Might be worth a look see. He might okay, I yeah. think he'll get minutes. The problem with Bones is that he's a highlight reel every time he walks out on the floor, but he is like knucklehead level of JaVale McGee. So if there's a current shacking the full MVP, like it literally should be Bones. It's Bones. The guy is like... Which is impressive given Russell Westbrook's on the same team. There's going to be a lot of Clippers highlights on Shaqton the full this season. Yeah. Um, I just went into putting Bones into into card ladder and all I keep getting is 1976 Star Trek Dr. Bones McCoy. So... You might need to do Bones Highland. Try that. It's H-Y-L-A-N? L-A-N-D. Okay. Highland. Nothing. Nothing in card letter. Oh, yeah. I don't think he'll be on card letter. It'll no, be he's, a... not, he's not a, not in card letter. Yep. yep. Uh, where are our lovely friends at? Dun, 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 dun. This guy's dirt cheap, man. So He's going to be dirt cheap. He's going to be one of those. It, it's like it's pick him up where you can. Premium rookie ticket from Contenders autograph, $26. Nice. RPA one and one. It's the... Horizontal, not the vertical, but still beautiful card. Fifty-eight mm-hmm. USD, numbered prism rookie card, blue to one nine nine six six fifty. Like that's ridiculous for a numbered rookie card. So this guy's like this is a pretty deep prospect. Look, I actually view this guy's very high risk. Ad, to be perfectly honest with you, I was going to say be high risk, but like if you're paying like blue to one ninety nine six dollars fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's look. It's not. I've done way. Stupider stuff than spend. I've I've spent ten dollars on much stupider things. Yeah, that haven't had any return on them. Yeah, yeah, yes. So yeah. I actually lied a little bit because I actually found someone else to talk about too. So I think the other one we have to talk about is Terrence Mann. So allegedly he was untouchable in the trade market this year. So I think <sighs> if we don't talk about this kid, that's we're doing a disservice. Untouchable. So silver PSA ten rookie card sold for twenty four USD. So. Do we actually make this? I'm going to contradict myself here. This this has to be a solid buy because if he's untouchable, they're going to play him. If Kawhi Leonard is healthy, if Paul George is healthy, they're going to make a, at least a second round appearance with Terrence Mann there. So I've got the Clippers in the play-in and not winning. But okay. um, yeah, Terrence Mann is going to be a key. Yeah. And given his recent prices, what, 25 bucks for a... PSA 10 silver. Yep. Could be worth it. All right. Could be Last worth team, it. The Lakers. Let's go, Ad. I'll let you um, take the reins on this one. There's only one player that I feel... Actually, you're right. Now, the two players that, that you've put in the list, I don't really... That's we've fine. Talked about, we've talked about Austin Reeves. This is I your team, wa- man. Yeah, I you. never want to talk about Anthony Davis. Sure. We know he's going to be injured at some point. So from a Lakers um, fan, who is hobby relevant? Rui. Okay. Cool. Rui Hachimura. We, was, we agree was, on that. Yeah, was was the man that I saw through the preseason and went, yeah. wow, okay, this is this is interesting. This is good. Um, Cam Wood might be in, but as far as the play wise, but hobby wise, I think Rui's the one that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I think the person that fits their rotation and is ready to play now is Rui Hachimura. So I think there's no argument from I me. I think I I I would. I'm not a. I did some silly gambling on the weekend, and I did sure. put some money on Rui Hachimura for six man of the year. Okay. I was drunk at the time, so but yeah. Okay. I mean, drunk bets are always but the I, best, aren't they? When I sobered up, I said, that's actually not a terrible selection. <laughs> I mean, you could have bought a Bones Highland um, to 199, but that's well, okay. Like- the other the other thing I did was was um, back um, Anthony Edwards for most improved. Okay, cool. Anyway, back to the Lakers. Rui's been killing it in the preseason. Um, I don't think he's going to be as wide open for threes in the regular season, but yeah, I... I I think um, Hachimura is the real deal, and they got him for nothing. Yeah, I'm, it was so good. I'm I'm actually furious at Washington about this. Like, why did they give up on a prospect that young and give it to a good team that needed young legs? Like, it's so annoying, you know, when that mm-hmm. keeps happening. So Rui's silver PSA ten last sold for sixty USD. Look, I agree with everything that you said about this guy, but I would also say to like 60 USD is pretty much 100 AUD. Like for me, this is more than just like low-end prospecting now. So Yeah, for sure, I, for sure. Look, if you guys go out and buy them, I'm definitely not going to poo-poo you about it. But at the same time, I don't I don't actually think this is a home run by any stretch of the imagination. So He did, he did go through his spike when he came to the Lakers. Yeah. You'll notice that in February. So once he came across, all the Lakers fans went, you ripper, and he, what, he hit $88 at one point. Actually, he hit over a hundred. There's a sale for one hundred and twelve fifty on January twenty fourth. So, yeah, interesting that. So, I did find a card of Rui though that I do believe is worth buying, and it's his rookie Kaboom card. So, it last sold for two hundred and forty dollars. Oh wow! If you're looking at his all time graph, it's basically in half. So, at its peak, it sold for eight hundred, mm-hmm. and I actually think like Kaboom's. You know, pretty difficult to get your hands on too. The other play there is that you buy it raw and you send it off to PSA to get graded, see if you can, you know, get something back in that way. But I would also say too, rookie case hit on somebody that I think there's more potential on that to spike than maybe the the silver PSA ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, you're right. There's not like I don't I don't think it's going to be one of those crazy. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a crazy um, silver rookie card yeah. moment. And that's the thing, like being, as I've already said, circled like six man of the year, he's not going, he's not in the big three. He's not the fourth piece of the, he's not like the next one, the next the the next member of the Beatles. He's a solid role player on yeah. the Lakers, but he's still very young and there's an upward trajectory with him, I think. Yeah. No, He's definitely worked on his body, and I think it's. Um, I think he. We haven't seen the best of him yet. So, but that kaboom! That is a sweet looking card. Yeah, very sweet looking card. Can we do Cam Reddish? We can. Yeah, I, I'm not high on him yet, but cause, I mean, so, he rolled his ankle in the preseason, so he didn't play. Hasn't played a lot. Hear me out with this kid, right? So comes into the league to the Atlanta Hawks. 20 years of age, like just barely 20 years of age. So that's that whole thing I was talking about before with Pat Williams. It's like he could have been in college for two more years, you know, developed his body, come in, or, you know, he's in the NBA now and we sort of write them off because they haven't done much the first couple of years. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So in this situation, it's 
probably not great. And now that we know about what's happened now with the Atlanta Hawks, like they've literally gutted that team. Now it's just Trey Young left and a bunch of people who are probably not as talented as Cam Reddish, frankly. Mm. Goes to the Knicks. That's a really tough nut to crack with Thibodeau. Goes to the Blazers. We know what's happened to that team now. That team's completely been exploded. Yep. Goes to the Lakers. Now he's 23 years of age. You could argue he's coming to the prime of his yeah. career. Six foot eight. He's definitely in a in a in a prime kilogram. So he's a big boy. He can play the three in the modern NBA. He can play um, a little bit of four. He, he definitely feels guard twos, prime. I think, if needed for the Lakers because they don't have the best sort of you know defensive I, tools I the in the league. I I like this a lot. I think the kid came into the NBA with a lot of talent, and in terms of his sales prices, like people bought this guy heavily, heavily when he first came into the league. So. His all-time high price was $540. I think he's worth a bit of an eye on too because his all-time high was 619 He's currently trading at 65 but previous to that, he was around sort of like the $40 to $50 mark. And I think part of the reason why I'm a little bit optimistic on this guy, obviously it's the current price that he's at. It's his talent level that he came into the league with. And as I was previously saying about how bad his previous stops were in terms of opportunity-wise... I think him being on the Lakers getting that exposure. And I think at the end of the day, talent always yeah. wins out. And this Lakers team is talented, but it's not like it's got that much talent that someone else couldn't crack the rotation. So I think Cam Reddish, you can't just disregard. I think you need to at least keep an eye on him. And if you're holding Cam Reddish, because there's going to be a heap of guys out there are holding this kid, you've got to be super optimistic about this. Like this is really good. And he looks in great shape. So, yeah, for sure. Oh, look, I, I think he's done the work. It, it's one of those things. You turn up to, to Lakers training camp and you've got LeBron James there in year 21. This guy scored more points than anybody in the league. You've got to come and impress. The Lakers have constructed an incredibly good lineup. Yep. And and if you want to break into that rotation and I'll say potentially win a championship, uh, you better bring your A game. I think this is a yep. good good opportunity the Lakers have done well recruiting pieces, and I think Cam Wood, the likes of Cam, Cam Reddish with a chip on his shoulder, is awesome. So, yeah, could be a good buy. Final thoughts from this week, Ad? What was your favorite recommendation? Trey Young, get on it. Yeah, right. Okay. I um, I, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that Atlanta's gonna gonna sort of uh, take a take a step. I think I think sorry, not Atlanta. I think Trey Young is gonna show us that he is one of the most disrespected players in the league. And he is going to step up. There was stuff he was doing in the preseason that just reminded me of when Steph Curry took that step. Yep. Like, he was just popping from, like, six feet away from the three-point line and be like, oh, you're not going to guard me? Pop. Done. Shot. His, his range is, like, ludicrous. It's and like it, video game stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and, and, and it was... There's that confidence in his game, I think. Uh, the other part, everybody that hasn't considered it, Jason Tatum at eight forty might be a good buy, and that's it I'm for me. I'm gonna go with Ao. I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I th- it's like gonna be the next Devin Vassell. I, I really you heard like, it here first. I just like his combination of everything and just how low his prices are. Mm. It just doesn't make doesn't make sense to me. Like how Tatum doesn't make sense to you. I think yeah. This, look, this was fun. We we spoke about high end, low end. Yeah, and if you got a couple of bucks wish- spare, go and get yourself an Obi Toppin. Why not? It's a good week. We have got fifteen more right. teams to do. That's next week. That's but th- right. This is fun. Yeah. Cheers, Ad. I appreciate it, mate. Thanks, Russell. This is a good one. We'll um yeah. We'll we'll be back with uh with more and the, the season will be the, the real season will be underway very shortly. It's gonna be exciting. Awesome.
right. Thanks everyone for for sitting through the uh, the the signal the transmission areas as well at the at the end. That was fun. If you See want you the, guys. if you want the unabridged version, jump onto the socials. Spotify. Spotify is where we're we're generally, isn't it? We're on all, all podcast platforms. Wherever you like to listen to your podcast, you can get us. Deezer, Apple, Google, everything. We're all, all signed up for everything. Ed. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, till next week. Have a great evening, everyone. Bye.